see if i remember how to do this hello and welcome to episode 136 of water hockey the podcast where we talk all things texas hockey and the stories and culture that surround it the gang mostly the boys the boys are back and we have a ton to catch up on after a brief life gets busy style hiatus but before we dive in i want to give a huge shout out as always to the group of writers we have over at waterhockey.com bringing you updated stories as well as pre and post game breakdowns, not just for the Dallas stars, but they've come out to the Americans games. They're giving you in-depth stories on the ice, off the ice. So go over to wadahockey.com, give them a, give them a rip, give them a read, share their stories because they are awesome. I, I really didn't expect this much as far as the content they've been putting out. So Kudos to them. Stick taps, stick taps all around. The Dallas and Texas Stars are well underway along with the Allen Americans, so let's catch up with the boys and then get right into it. Pat, what's up, man? We're back. Oh, that was good. What little what real, real-time sound effects. Oh, real-time. Love yeah. that. Life, life is great, man. I got my... I see, I see you over there in your World Series champions... I spent I spent way too much money on World Series stuff. Well, when but, it only happens, yeah, when in Rome, right? Yeah, when in fifty what how fifty six years? Sixty three, yeah. I thought it was. How are uh, I sixty three in the franchise, fifty two in Arlington, in Texas? That's what I was thinking. Judge me yeah, not, dude. judge me not for my mistakes. That's all right. Judge yeah, not. It's uh been a lot of fun man i'll keep this short but the parade uh even though the parade itself was pretty lame i thought that was a lot of fun and what a small world like what are the odds that i happen to be meeting somebody there and jason is directly next to their group like yeah. not some, e- some would say he was he was a jason <laughs> okay <laughs> I see what you did there i see what you did there and for people that are like oh he, i'm sure he was close no, he was literally in the parking space next to them out of all of the parking lots that were open for business out of the 500,000 people that were there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, there were directly there. There were some parking lots that were not s- supposed to be open that people just made. And I happened to end up in one of them. So did you did you have a good experience there, though? You have to have a good story, right? I I had a good experience with you guys. And then. I, I, I walked about four miles to get to you, um, but once I left you, that's when the the day started to turn, and I ended up at Discount <laughs> Tire getting new tires because I got a nail in my tire from being in that field and then mm. hopping multiple curbs and sitting in traffic for three and a half, almost four hours in what is usually a 15-minute drive. Ugh, that is aside, brutal. Aside from that... I mean, everyone saw the picture online of us three looking just dapper as always. Um, yeah, that was cool. But uh, Jason, Jason, how have you been, man? 
Man, I've been all right. Uh, just trying to survive this whole uh, unemployment thing that may have changed uh, yesterday. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, waiting to hear back on some good news. But, uh, you know, aside from that, I had a great time at the parade. TVH. Uh, aside from not being able to see anything, you know, the company was amazing. I had, I had a great time there. Uh, we had plenty of beer. We had plenty of beer. It was all on my back. All over yep. my back. <laughs> yep. Uh, on the backpack. But that was a that was a time that I am ready to do again at some point. Maybe would, not in Arlington. Maybe yeah, maybe not in Arlington. Yeah. Let's uh let's move that championship parade down to Dallas. You know, let's let's uh, yeah, I mean, okay. Let, or well, give let's... it more than two days planning. That that yeah, would you be think, you think they would have like had some sort of like we get to the World Series, they should have been planning how it was going to go down like as soon as the series started. Yeah, but that's the Laura Miller effect from the previous time that we plan we prematurely planned our parade route. Ooh, told yeah, everybody about it. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you have to have the plans, but not have the plans. I guess. Like, how does that work? I feel like you you always have to have something in your back pocket. Yeah, you got to be ready for it. But they weren't. They were just Oh, it was so, so bad. Not ready. No, not so not at all. Ready. I feel like there's got to be some double decker buses in the DFW area that they could have called on, yeah? Yeah, the you uh, would think so. The like, English Tours United group. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, it's Fort, Fort Worth. It smells like cat poop because it's the cat poop. Yeah, we've got some double-decker bus we can yend out. <laughs> Just assuming that they're an old lady with a high-pitched voice. Oh, no, they are they all are, right? Yeah. I don't. I think they're born that way. Just come straight out of the womb. Oh, Maybe they, it's Maybelline. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe oh, it's crumpets. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, some tea and crumpets. I don't yeah. know if that's... You put some biscuits. We've run the police. <laughs> yeah, we've Sorry, that's a very inside joke for like three people there. And All right, if, well, if hopefully, thing, you know, yeah, mad props to them. Mad props to them. You want you want to know who else I give mad props to? Let's hear it. That's the homies over at Conway and Banks that now Hey-o. are allowing you to personalize your bags, dude. That is so awesome. Like I saw that post last week, and I was like, oh, but we need six minimum to get it. Oh, you have to have wait. six. Damn. six bags minimum to get the custom and do they have but i mean do they all have to say the same thing no i don't think so. yeah you, you get six <laughs> pink bags it's all shortsy 69 it's all, it's all steve yeah but guys if you are looking to replace that old moldy hockey bag that you have with the bus to replace dirt, yeah there it is go check out conwayandbanks.com guys they make premium quality bags they're just built to last uh, they include the removable organizers that keep all your gear organized and keeps everything dry with those waterproof materials and the giant vents on the side. Uh, my favorite feature is that built-in foot mat that keeps my feet dry in those nasty wet locker rooms. Uh, yes. And they come in three different sizes, and you can get wheels now on them. Uh, five different colors, so you'll be sure to find a set that you love. And get 10% off by using code WHATAHOCKEY10 and get your gear to the rink in... It's been a while. Stop. 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 
I just feel bad for my microphone because I feel like my breath is super hot. <laughs> and like my, I mean, my microphone just has to smell it. That's how you got it. You got to do it that way. You got to do it right. You got to do it right. Uh, well, boys, it's been a while. I'm, I'm pumped to be back. I want to apologize to all of the listeners. I know we went from having pretty much weekly episodes for God, almost two years consecutive to being kind of sporadic in the off season, taking a little bit of a break for, you know, all of our own little mental health, uh, to just heal from the exhaustion to kind of, uh, going back and forth from you guys running it to missing a couple of weeks here and there. But for the, the listeners and the faithful that have stuck beside us and are listening to this episode right now, um, just want to say a huge thank you to all of you for sticking around for this long. Um, it's, it's been a very wild month and a half. Um, as, as you guys remember on the last episode I was on, um, I've been working, uh, full-time for the Allen Americans. It's been an absolute blessing. So much fun. The season has not started like we want, but we won't dive too deep into that just yet. Uh, but yeah, just been, just been a blast, but we're back hopefully coming at least weekly, if not bi-weekly with maybe some girthier episodes, if you will. Um, I don't know, (laughs) but yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. So, you know, there's still a lot of hockey to talk about. Um, but before we get into that, I want to call all hockey players and just aficionados of style. Winter and Nicemits are here with an exciting new winter collection. Embrace the cold and stay warm this hockey season with their versatile lineup of long sleeve shirts, hoodies, joggers, and more, all expertly designed to keep you comfortable and looking your best no matter what the occasion. Whether you're at the rink, enjoying a night out, or watching your favorite team at home win multiple games, shout out Dallas Stars, their hockey apparel is the perfect fit. And you can shop the entire collection, including their wash machine safe pro level hockey gloves exclusively at nicemits.com. Right now, use code WADAHockey to get 10% off your entire order. Uh, get your gear the rink and show up in style. Show up Whoa. in style. <laughs> show up in style. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> uh, man, well, we have so much to catch up on. So I'm just going to dive like right into it. Uh, as we are recording this, the Allen American season is off to a bit of a shaky start. They enter Wednesday night's game against the Idaho Steelheads with a record of three and seven with Matt Marcinou leading the way with 13 points after being acquired in free agency over the summer. But it's not exactly to the fault of the play on the ice as the Americans IR list is almost two full lines at this point with names like Ryan Gagnon, Dalton Skelly, Mikhail Robido. Justin Allen, who went down with an injury literally in his first game after being acquired. Liam Finley, Donovan Sabrango, who scored the first goal of the season in game one and then was sent back to Belleville to have a lower body injury evaluated and has not returned. Just to name the Americans on the active IR list as of today, um, that does not include skaters who have had a few days to deal with injury here and there throughout the beginning of the season. That being said, help is on the way as a friend of the show and ECHL Rookie of the Year and MVP from the previous season is back and lacing up the skates with the Americans tonight in Idaho as it was announced that Hank Crone has rejoined the team after not getting the proper amount of playing time with the AHL Chicago Wolves. The Wolves are 
kind of in a unique situation as they are the lone AHL franchise with no NHL affiliates. So they are front loaded with AHL veterans and top prospects that can be loaned really elsewhere. And what I would assume would be a much more simple process, not having to deal with any NHL affiliated contracts. Uh, the Americans haven't had much luck at home, still seeking their first home win, but look to tally a few more wins before returning to Allen for two home games on December 1st and 2nd. I am happy to report when we started this podcast, they were down three to zero to Idaho in the first period. They have battled back. And as it stands, they are only down three to two. And uh, yeah, wouldn't you know, Hank Crone's already, nice. already scored a goal. Um, he's just, I mean, he owns this league. If he can rekindle that, that flame, that Yodot flame from last year, that's a little bit of a street fighter reference. Um, this, this team, it'll, it'll get the bump that it so desperately needs. Um, and then if they can get these guys off the IR here sooner rather than later, you know, I've been very lucky to, to have the, the pleasure of watching this team, even though they haven't really really uh, hit their stride yet there are a lot of very high points on this team and watching them flourish and then them getting all healthy and then having crone back it's gonna be a real rags to riches stories boys uh but yeah so that's our echl report for the allen americans uh jason glad you guys got to come out and and get the uh the old maroc seats uh that was pretty cool um i will definitely be looking to um, thank the fans of water hockey by getting them out to a few games throughout the season. So if you guys have not been to an all Americans game, I'm telling you, it is a blast. It is a good time. It is a different style of hockey than what you see on TV. Um, and there are some pretty cool theme nights coming up. There's actually one really cool theme night and then one really not cool theme night. Um, on December 1st, there's a really not cool theme night called Swifty night, um, that I may <coughs> call in sick for, um, but then feel miraculously better for the next night, which is Star Wars night. And I'm I'm personally pumped about that because we have 3,000 custom Allen Americans lightsabers that we're going to be giving away at the front door. That gl- that glow red. Um, so I, I bring this question to you. What is the over-under on the time before the referees say, Please turn off the lightsabers while the puck is in play. I'm thinking three minutes. So, Patrick, over or under three minutes before the referees stop the game and say, turn off the lights. Under. Yeah. Jason, how are you feeling? I'm going to go with the over, man. 301. <laughs> uh, no. I'm just going to say that it's not going to happen. I mean, I, 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 I want to believe that, but my only concern is... If you look at how they have the the goal lights in the stands, they have gone before to the to Lee uh, Lee Hastings, a guy who does the PA mm-hmm. for the uh, Americans, and said, "All right, you guys, you got to cut it out with the goal lights. Like we can't focus on calling the game because we see goal lights everywhere, which really is a cool kind of cool cool scene to be a part of." But okay, so three minutes. That's the over under. Um, saying under, I think that'll right. be a quick one during warmups. <laughs> they maybe they take that first like lap around the rink and they're just like, Yeah, no, <laughs> please turn it off. Lee just jumps on the mic, he's like, You better not, you better not. 
don't don't you come over here with that don't bullshit you, of us having to turn it off, man. You shut your mouth. Um, but yeah, so it, it's Take an exciting time. Get it the hell out of here. <laughs> Shove it up your, your caboose. Um, yeah, so come out. It'll be a great weekend. And then there's quite a few home games in December. Um, that being said, moving on, uh, we are extremely lucky in this moment right now. The Texas Stars season is off to a promising start as they enter Wednesday with a record of 6-3-2 and two and sit atop of the Central Division with 15 points. Leading the charge to, I mean, let's let's be honest, no one's surprise, is another friend of the show, Logan Stankoven, who is off to a hot start with 15 points behind eight goals and seven assists, along with Maverick York, who yeah. also sits at the top of the York. The Texas Stars stat list with 15 points behind six goals and nine assists. You then find veteran Curtis McKenzie, the captain, and what might have been one of the most memorable interviews, Matei Blumel, who round out the top four point scorers with 13 and 12 points, respectively. The Texas Stars have to be one of the most intriguing AHL rosters Stars fans have had since the Calder Cup championship winning roster with a group of highly touted prospects outside of the previously mentioned, most notably, and I always butcher this guy's name. So if you guys are listening or if you guys know the proper or correct pronunciation, it's Leon Bischel, right? Bischel, yes. Bischel. Bischel. Okay. Not so Bischel. Leon Bischel, <clears throat> no, he makes people look like Bischels. Uh, Leon Bischel clocking in at six foot six, two twenty five. Ding, ding. Bischel has not only showed defensive prowess at a young age, but the tenacity that some fans say the Stars' defensive core has lacked for some time. So if Bischel gets his temper under control at times, if you've seen the clips of him kind of getting a little cranky on uh, on the old Twitters, I know it's called X, but Twitter, uh, we may be looking at the next Smash Mouth-style defender in the Stars' future. Also, rest in peace, the lead singer of Smash Mouth. I don't think I've been on the uh, podcast since he passed away, so... Somebody once told me the world was going to roll me, but they never said it was going to be like this. Um, that was off the cuff. You're welcome. The Texas Stars find it. themselves at the beginning it. of a big test as their next five games are on the road against the Grand Rapids, Griffins, Colorado Eagles. Shout out to Kibiranta and Riley Tufty and San Diego Goals. Ah. Ah. I don't know. Goals? That's the best I can do. Goals. Like seagulls. Seagulls. <clears throat> shithawks ah. as we uh, refer to them yeah a bunch of shithawks uh yeah so i mean you look at what we're about to talk about with the dallas stars and then you look at the texas stars both leading their division respectively uh it's just really really exciting um speaking of the dallas stars now we shift in the NHL where the Dallas Stars are off to one of the hottest starts in team history hot, after hot, a come hot, hot, hot. Hot. don't touch it, it's so spicy. Uh after a come from behind victory against the Arizona Coyotes on Tuesday night, thanks to the heroics of I, I can't believe I'm saying this. Tyler Sagan and Matt Duchesne. The Stars currently sit at the top of the Central Division, just like their AH affiliate Texas Stars, and with a record of 11-3-1, are currently five points ahead of the Colorado Avalanche and the Central. And oh my God, guys, I love Matt Duchesne. He took a couple of games to get going. He's seeing the puck extremely well. 
He already had a little bit of an injury hiccup, came back, missed one game, and didn't miss a beat. He had a five-game point streak leading up to that injury. I mean, is this one of the best signings in Stars history in the last 10, 15 years? Yes. I mean, for the for, for the price. million dollars. I mean, yeah. did we I mean, we all expected something from him. It's and, and I and I hate to throw your boy under the bus here, uh, Patrick. But it's like when we picked up Mason Marchment, I think this was the hype we expected. Now, Mason Marchment did start off hot last season when we acquired him in the offseason, one of the bigger free agent signings in the summer, especially for I guess at the time, what seemed like a really good deal. But, you know, I, I can't quite remember when Marchment started to kind of taper off and get a little quiet on the stat sheet. But, oh, my gosh. Matt Duchesne is the real deal. And and we've talked about this before. I don't think you can find another guy that's not from the state of Texas that loves Texas more than Matt Duchesne. This is very true. I mean, the guy writes Try Texas on his stick in every game because of a country music song that just spoke to him about Texas. Does he, his contract is for one year, and do you think he'll take a discount to stick around? New hometown discount. Oh, you got a, you got a real close in our ears on that one. Just kissing the microphone. Uh, no, uh, I mean... I haven't really looked. I think I'm I'm savoring the moment of how how well this team has started because I think we all expected them to start off hot, but I don't think any of us it's expected maybe this hot. You know, I think we'd be more around seven or eight wins and still trying to get our feet under us and and feeling each other out. The new additions, but you look at guys like Sam Steele, Craig Smith. They've contributed in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and then Matt Duchesne has just come in, and, and I mean, the guy literally has made himself at home and shown the, that on on the ice in his play. So, and I, I would hope he resigns. I don't know what our I don't know what our contract or salary cap situation looks like going into the off season, because I'm relishing so much in the point that, or in the fact that we're doing so well so early. There's got to be somebody. I think. That's, I think that's. Uh... I think that's a conversation for May and June. But yeah, I mean, the dude has made $78 million so far in his career, which is uh, nothing to scoff at. Not bad. But uh, I am doing a quick Google here. I believe Ah. he does not have a Stanley Cup. No, he does not. He's been on yeah, the Senators, so. the Avalanche, the Aval- uh, Senators, Avalanche, Nashville, Predators. Um, I think that's Wait. it. Sends, Preds, Avs. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the, yeah, the Avs I mean, and Blue wrong. Jackets. Ah, uh, yes, the Blue Jackets. Uh, the Blue Jackets. Hasn't really... Hasn't really had a chance to win a cup. And this is before, you know, uh, all respect to the Avalanche for winning, you know, their their cup when they did. But when when Matt Duchesne, shout out to our uh, buddy Moffitt, who is a huge Avalanche fan. He, he's been telling me from the start that we've got somebody special with Duchesne because when he can when he can go and he can get out and, and 
get a little room. He's one of the most dangerous players on the ice at all times, and he's he's right. I mean, Dutchie or the douche has been just unreal. But yeah, I don't think he's been able to be a part of a team that's had as good of a chance to win the Stanley Cup as this Dallas Stars incarnation that we have before us going into uh, you know the the first quarter of the season. So Matt Duchesne's been unreal. Uh, what about you guys from your vantage points? I know you guys have gotten to watch quite a few of the games, uh, maybe a few more than me. Has anybody else, maybe even someone that we didn't acquire in the offseason that's that's been a part of this team for a couple of years or, or even longer, has stood out to you so far as someone that you're just like, man, he is really starting to get it. Or or not just starting to get it, but he's he's starting to live up to the hype that I've given him in my own mental warfare. For me, it's Thomas Harley. Oh man. He's been so good and so fun to watch. And that bullshit hit into the boards in the wild, which I see some wild notes here. Um, if we want to dive into that, that game, what an absolute bend you over the knee, pull your pantaloons down and spank on the bare bottom. The daddy Dallas stars made the wild look like children. That is uh Michael Scott in the office spanking his uh, shithead nephew for terrorizing. Luke or whatever the hell his name was. Yeah, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is the best. That's the best way to describe that. Thank you. Thank you for that. That, that game was just absurd, man. Like, our power play has been pretty mediocre to bad all season. And then score Kaboom. five, what, five for five, for five, five for yeah. six, plus two shorties. I mean, and then last night they had a couple that were kind of mediocre to bad, especially the five on three last night, but last night being Wednesday, uh, last night being Tuesday, today's Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Wednesday, but they did score again. So our percentage is up to what? 23, 24, just to guess off without, uh, actually seeing. I mean, man, I think they did. It- <sighs> I don't want to spout off random stats because I I was able to watch the game. I was able to watch the game last night. I think they said it went from a 10% power play to a 20% power play in one game. Yes, that was right. We went from that. That is banana lands. I think we went from like 29th to like 15th or something like that in the league. I mean, statistically one of the worst power plays to average. I mean, I'll take average. Yeah. Four inches is great, dude. That's a lot. That's huge, (laughs) man. That's giant. Some would say that's astronomic. Some would say it's too big. Yeah. Yeah. Ow. You hurt. Uh, I mean, especially if you miss a putt by that much. Oh, don't even get me started. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I, honestly, I'm sitting here trying to think of the words to say for how impressive of a performance that not just the whole power play, but the game, they went into a hostile territory 
in what might be the most unique territory for the situation because you know you take into account that Minnesota hated Dallas from the start because that's where their team went. They lost their team because their owner sucks and then their owner put them in a better situation in a better state with no state tax and then what happened? They won a Stanley Cup and then the NHL was like, "Oh, here you guys go." Here's a mediocre franchise with a terrible logo. And then, by the way, if you guys want to borrow that old history that belongs to the team that won the Stanley Cup that you lost, yeah, you can go ahead and adapt to that and make that one of your alternate uniforms all the time because they look so good, but they looked better uh, in black, gold, and green when they were hoisting a Stanley Cup over their head. So to go into that kind of environment where the fans already hate you and then, oh, by the way, they are also the reason you didn't advance in the playoffs and they embarrassed you last year, even though you physically tried to take out one of our top players and did for a couple of games and we still shorthanded were able to handle you, well, for all intents and purposes, easily. That's the kind of environment the Dallas Stars went into and rifled off eight goals, six of which were power play goals. Hiya. Mm. Kamehameha. Kamehameha. Jason, you were uh, spot on. We're at 20.4% on the power play, by the way. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, I was Slicey looking cheese. Good for oh, you should have just You should have just rolled with that. Good for you what? Been like, Did you say? Seven? 17. 17, okay. Like, I knew it went from, like, pretty much dead last to, like, middle of the mark now. Road. Yeah. Any guesses no. who is currently in first without looking? Oh, oh without gosh. looking? Uh, no. Yes, I can, but I'm looking. I want to go with the Boston Bruins. Uh, no, no, they are 11th at yeah. 22%. Nerds. You're going to have to that go would to be the East the Coast. Jer- yeah. Oh, the Devils. Yeah. The Devils. 38.6%. Oh my gosh. Hey, but Carolina's oh, four shorthanded goals though, man. Along with the Dallas Stars. Dallas we were tied. We were tied uh with like four other teams for the most shorthanded goals. I like being there. I like where we're at with that. I like where we're at. I like where we are at again. as a team. But no, like to kind of, sorry, I just burped a little bit. Uh, I smelled it. Did it smell like ketchup chips because that's what it tastes like? Oh, you salty boy. Yeah, I'm just tasting <laughs> Canada right now. Uh, but to go to your what your last question was, is there any particular player who I was kind of like uh, in awe of, I guess, this season so far? And I think that's going to have to be our captain, Jamie Benn. I like the ah, production this guy's really putting out. I think he's uh, oh, 10 points now already on the season. And he's just, he's looking the way you want your captain to look at this point in the season. So uh, and, I mean, and if him and Sagan can keep it up and earn their keep, uh, there's no telling what this team could do. And I think too, for me, when it comes to Jamie Ben, we saw the the Benessance last year, and you don't need him to do that again. You just need him to be average. Mm-hmm. 
That's Agreed. it. And, and for him to be doing what he's still doing now, granted he is doing it with a ridiculously talented franchise around him right now. And he really doesn't have anything to worry about. I mean, for all intents and purposes, we're not going to send him down. I think we've displayed that with some of the years that he has had, but you don't think he he'll end up just, at Cedar Park next year. I don't think so. I don't think so, Tim. Uh, I just don't see him going anywhere. So, um, even when he becomes a free agent, I think he's going to sign a very, very cheap, small deal, um, and stay around. He's going to be a, a star for life. So, yeah, I, I think if he can just remain average, we're, we're going to be in a really good position for a really long time. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people, I'm sure you guys and and myself included, were saying he's done. This is it. Then we were ready for him yep. to go. And now we're here. Yeah, I think we're all just kind of fed up with it. So, um, I mean, just what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. What an overtime win. Uh, Patrick, you were going to say something about the penalty kill because it is not only boisterous. It is one of the best in the NHL as it stands right now. It is number two in the NHL currently at 90.2%. Okay. Behind Behind New Jersey Devils number one. Their penalty kill is 76%. (laughs) Which is good for uh, 20th. Any guesses who is in last place? Chicago Blackhawks? No, No. they are surprisingly good. They're 14. Wow. Okay. Um, They're at 10.9% on the power play, but we've been there done that um oh man who's really really bad is it the nashville predators close they are Uh, 30th you're getting closer st louis Mm -hmm. blues nope all right spill the beans that would be uh the Minnesota wild. Oh, how could we forget? Silly me. I'm the such many, a, I'm such a, a klutz. They're at 63.5%. Oh my God. That's really bad. Now, it's not, I mean, the sharks are six percentage points higher than them and they're God awful, man. And okay, let's, let's shift gears here for a second. We, we are a Texas hockey. We are a Texas hockey-based pod- podcast. We we talk about Texas hockey and, and things that are related to it, people that are related to it. The Edmonton Oilers, though, have two mm. of the arguably, especially stats-wise, best players in the game right now in Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid. How are they so bad? I know they got their first win under their head, new head coach, but we're what 15 games into the season for our season. And the Edmonton Oilers have already sent their goalie down to the AHL and he's doing awful and in the AHL, mind you, and they've already fired their coach and that locker room has to be in disarray. What is going they, they on? Were, 
they were reportedly not happy about the firing either. I mean, like the team wasn't. We got to like the, yeah, players? the players weren't. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, what is going on in Edmonton? That's embarrassing. They have uh, three players and, you know, take plus minus with a grain of salt because it doesn't really take into context the happenings, how they get there. But uh, they have three players that are either at zero or positive. Oh, that would what? be um, Cody Cece, Sam Gainer, Gagnier, Gagnier, and James Hamblin. Oh, yeah. Just a star studded lineup there. Not taking anything away from him, but man. That- oh, I'm sorry. And I idle at zero. Yeah. Oh, well, good on him. Even McDavid is minus five. Wow. You think uh, Evander Kane's looking to move? Well, there's already been drama with him because he said he wasn't getting enough ice time at one point in the season. Yeah, he's playing under 20 minutes a game. Oh, man. I mean, not even getting a full period, dude. It's just also fourth amongst forwards so i don't know what he's bitching that much about well i mean that was he may have gotten a bump uh after after that it's just yeah yeah that's yeah that's a good point i don't know either way weird really weird um you expect a team to come out hot and they come out ice cold and then you look at teams one one of these teams that beat the stars the vancouver canucks on the opposite side of the coin what when are we going to okay. beat them? I don't know, and and I'm glad that we're 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 bringing that up. I'm glad that I brought this up because it, it just brought up a uh, what I think is a true story. Thatcher Demko, goalie for the Vancouver Canucks. I am 100 percent convinced that he had an ex girlfriend before he got into the NHL that cheated on him with a current Dallas star who is still on the roster. And he said to himself, I will never let that team beat me ever again. And he has been perfect. Perfect against the Dallas stars. I believe he is seven and O in his games against the Dallas stars. He has not lost a single game. I just don't understand how one man can be so powerful against a potent, one of the most potent offenses and best teams in the NHL right now. But you know what? There's something that they're doing that's working. They have got a decent core and they're one of the best teams in the NHL right now. I'll be damned. So have the exact, we do. That's, that is mind blowing. I, uh, I just don't get it. But anyway, the Dallas Stars, though, 11-3-1, currently in first place in the Central Division. I want to dive really quick back in onto the Harley hit that took place against the Wild because that was really the only downside from that game. Now, I I did see a report that he was on the ice for voluntary skates this morning. So that that's some good news, but he did have some heavy bruising around his eye, as you would expect, because he did skate off. He did not finish that game, and he missed Tuesday night's game against the Coyotes. 
I mean, it's just so frustrating to play against the Wild because one, we're a better team, and two, they're a dirty team. They're a they dirty are. team. They even even with Matt Dumba gone, they're a dirty team. Man, as just as an aside, uh, Matt Dumba plays for Arizona. He every time he touched the puck, he got booed. The he took that, penalty, took that penalty to make it the five on three. Dude, the whole stadium was so loud booing him. And As they should. Good, yeah. I heard somebody somebody behind us was like, who's 24 and why, are, why are, is everybody booing him so much? And the lady in our row was just like, oh, that's dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's the French pronunci- pronunciation. Dumbass. It's dumbass. Yeah, yeah, dude, that, that hit by Duhame was so dirty. And then for Minnesota to make the argument that a trip was missed on Kaprizov, I believe. And if they'd have just called it right, then that wouldn't have happened. Like, that's such a shit excuse, dude. Like, maybe if you just don't do it, then it won't happen. As simple as that. Like, there are lots of plays where a penalty goes uncalled and it doesn't result in somebody on the other team getting boarded face first into the ledge of the boards. Like I'd say more often than not, that's what happens. Yeah. I, I have disliked a lot of teams through my time and the Minnesota wild. This, this incarnation is definitely definitely one of the most hated teams that I've ever had from the way they look to the way they act to the way their fan base acts. I mean, the fan base was saying that we were flopping on, on Twitter, um, Which you know, throughout that game there. for, so for being the state of hockey, their fans sure don't know a lot about it. They don't. They're so bitter. I think it is kind of funny. I have my Twitter feed pulled up right now. And the two things that are still trending are Minneapolis and Matt Duchesne. Um, which to me is hilarious. I know it's not about Minneapolis, the Minnesota, the wild, but I just think that Matt Duchesne is always just watching over Minnesota saying, you know, we own you. I own you. I'm in Texas now. This is our state, the state of hockey. What a, what a, what a joke. We're the new state of hockey. One more knock on, uh, on the wild. They have my arch nemesis in the league. Fat got, Maroon. Fat oh, Maroon, I was gonna yeah. say they got both both the Kachucks on their team. <laughs> I I don't like the Kachucks, but I don't dislike them as much as I don't like Pat Maroon. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I'm I'm excited that we got to do this and and get back on here and chat. I know that the uh, the French fries have been waiting for it, but before we go, Pat, I want to kind of put you on blast here. Okay. Is this when, my when oh, Connor God. Bedard when Connor <laughs> Bedard came into this league? You said why? I said he's talking? getting. I said he's getting. I didn't say why. I said he's getting glazed too much. Okay, you did say that. You said that he was getting glazed too much. That's all ESPN could talk about. Because let's be honest, ESPN's coverage of the NHL has been waffle. But the other day, you sent a text over, and and can you just kind of summarize? what that text said. Oh man, I bet I could find it verbatim for you. 
And I will say, I did take full ownership of my previous comments. You did. I said, I'm taking back my Connor Bedard comments now that he's playing and scoring. The hype was insane before he started, but he is the real deal. Holy field. And he is the real deal. But I just felt that maybe he should play a game before he's being hailed as the next Gretzky by ESPN and the NHL. Now, he very well could be the next Gretzky. I don't know. He's off to a fantastic start. But the fact that he scored one goal and uh, was there was a graphic that popped up that was Bedard one Gretzky oh. eight ninety nine. That <laughs> yeah, seemed a little that. excessive. It's a little much, man. It's a little much. That seems a little excessive. And I saw I was at one of the Stars games grabbing a beer before before it started, and the the little ticker thing said Connor Bedard responds to questions of his um his scoring drought. He hasn't scored in four games. And I'm like, what <gasps> What other rookie is going to get asked? Why aren't you scoring when you haven't scored in four games? Like, as he a. Just, yeah, it just got there. Yeah, as a. Uh, what, he's know, what, I don't know. 19? A fucking rookie. <laughs> Poke it with a stick. It's dead. Like, for his sake, I wanted the, the hype to kind of s- slow down a little bit. But, you know, doesn't seem to phase him. He seems to be. Uh, a cyborg like McDavid. He is quite, I think he's got a little more personality than McDavid, but when you have the personality of a wet sock, I think, uh, I think even if you coughed a little bit, you'd be more exciting than Connor McDavid is. Yeah. McDavid is white bread and Connor Bedard is whole wheat. Or maybe, maybe, maybe Connor Bedard is white bread with a crust cut off. (laughs) He's got a little pizzazz. That little extra flair. Yeah. yeah. Like, ooh, this sandwich is going to be tasty. It doesn't have crust on it. As an aside, does cutting the crust off make a sandwich taste better, in your opinion? No. Yes. Ooh, okay. For me, it's... I, I don't mind crust. I'm, I'm not one Same. to be like, I won't... Oh, like, if there's crust on this, I'm sending it back, but... The the texture, the bites into the sandwich, when the There's crust is cut off. It. Oh man, it's sensational. One one more sandwich follow question uh, follow up. One, do you cut your sandwiches in half, like when you just take bread, not like a sub? And two, if you do cut it in half, vertically or diagonally? I'm a I'm a diagonal guy. Jason, are you giving the diagonal hand signal? Yes, but I always like to mix it up for Max. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, his, naturally. Uh, keep him on his toes. Yeah, I'd like to keep him on his toes for sure. Uh, the middle oh, of this. Oh. oh, no, you're good. What was that? You're Say good. it again. Nope. As soon as you started talking, it cut out again. Now it's back. Loose, what the hell is happening here? Yeah, it is a loose wire. That's what she said. Um, Ayo. No, Max really likes it if you like cut out the middle of a sandwich. Like he wants a hole in the middle and that's all. I'm like, wait until you change his world. 
wait until you change his life and put a fried egg in the middle of that sandwich. Yeah. He's Ooh. all about that life. One, one day, I want you to go full dad mode. Be like, oh, you want a whole cut in your sandwich? Well, buddy, put do I have a surprise? Uh, do I have a surprise for you that is going to change your life? Yeah. But I might have to try that too. Yeah, it does sound good. We're a culinary podcast talking about Texas hockey. Uh, pumped that we got to do this, guys. Always good to get back on the mic uh, with the OGs. Looking forward to having Shannon back on the podcast and getting all four of us back together soon. Uh, with that being said, I don't know if you guys have any closing words, but uh, I'm I'm all out of I'm all out of nuts. Yeah, I got nothing. Bring on the Avs. Bring on the Avs, Patrick. You want to start wrapping this up for us? Yeah. Make good choices and stay sassy always. Yeah, you know what? Bring on the abs, man. Stay moist. And don't, for any reason whatsoever, even if you decide to cut a hole in the middle of your sandwich and replace it with a fried egg, forget your Kermit tattoos. That sounds good. Thank you. Yeah.